Instead, it's spelled B-Y-E. It's almost midnight. Now comes the real fun, said Jenny. We're going to hold a seance. She brought out a fat candle, lit it, set it on the floor, and turned off the lights. Then the girls sat in a circle around the candle and held hands. Now concentrate, Jenny whispered. Let your minds open up, reach out to the beyond, let us invite someone from the spirit world to come forth and make his or her presence felt. Zebin, are you out there? Make yourself known to us. But Zevin failed to materialize, so the girls called on the spirits of dead grandmothers, uncles, and even a family dog. They tried to make contact with everyone from President John F. Kennedy to Joan of Arc, but there were no signs of any ghosts until... Do you smell something? Jenny asked. It's like flowers or something, Renee replied, and it's getting stronger. The fragrance soon became almost sickening. You know what this reminds me of? said Amy. A funeral home. I was at my uncle's wake last week, and there were tons of flowers there, but this smell is so much stronger. I wonder where it's coming from, said Jenny. Did one of you open a bottle of perfume? All the girls shook their heads, and a search of the bedroom turned up nothing. They opened the windows and let the nippy November breeze clear the air. But then the girls were assaulted with a new smell, a disgusting odor of rotten eggs so foul it left them gagging and forced them from the bedroom. The horrible stench followed them down the hall and into the living room where Jenny's parents already were rushing to open the windows. Mr. and Mrs. Clark and the girls conducted a careful check of the house, but failed to find where the putrid smell was coming from. I wonder if some kids, friends of yours at school, hit the house with a stink bomb, said Jim after the stench had gone away. If I find out who they are, well, they're in big trouble. Looking at his watch, he added, it's almost one in the morning, girls. Let's all go to bed now. And tomorrow, Jenny, tell your friends I didn't find your prank very funny at all. Sitting at the desk in her bedroom the following night, Jenny was doing her homework when she was jolted by a loud banging noise coming from inside the wall. At first, she thought her dad was fixing something. What's all that pounding? shouted her father from the living room. It's not me, Daddy, answered Jenny. I thought you were doing it. As her dad walked into her room, the banging stopped. Then it started again from inside another wall. Bam! 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 It sounded like a giant hammer. A minute later, the pounding moved to the ceiling, then to another wall, and finally to the floor. Then it stopped. The bizarre odors and banging upset Jenny so much that she got her sleeping bag and slept on the floor in her parents' room. But what had happened up to now was nothing compared to the terror they would experience the following night. Jenny was in the living room watching TV with her parents when their house came alive as if it had a mind, a very mean one of its own. While the Clarks were watching a rerun of Cheers, their television set suddenly toppled over. As the three leapt to their feet, two framed pictures on the living room wall crashed onto the floor. But the pictures didn't just slip off their hooks and slide down the wall. They flew off and landed near the opposite side of the room as if some invisible force had yanked them off their hooks and flung them. Jenny and her parents were still in shock, trying to figure out what was happening to them, when a lamp shot straight up into the ceiling, smashing into bits. Jenny, Marsha, get out of the house now, shouted Jim as he grabbed his wife and daughter and hustled them out onto the lawn. Behind them, the family could still hear sounds of objects crashing and smashing inside. Daddy, what's happening? cried Jenny. 
I don't know, said Jim. Maybe an earthquake or something. But when he looked around, he noticed that no one else in the neighborhood had rushed outside. Besides, the ground wasn't shaking. When the racket died down about a minute later, Jim cautiously walked back into the house and moaned, This is unbelievable. Jenny and her mother ran inside and were sickened by the sight. The living room looked like a battle scene. Every picture on the wall had been smashed. The couch overturned and the two easy chairs had been flipped on their backs and tossed in a corner. An end table had been smashed. All the drawers of the hutch had been pulled out and the contents dumped. Part of the table lamp was sticking in a wall. Sobbing in near hysterics, Jenny raced out of the house and pounded on the door of the next door neighbor, policeman Tony Hudson. Help us, she yelled. Strange things are happening in our house. Awful, terrible things. Officer Hudson dashed over to the Clark's house and couldn't believe his eyes when he saw the destruction.